Is is it important? Or is it, this is this a big deal? I I don't know. I don't I don't want to okay. make too big of a deal about it, but whatever. To all me, right. it's to me, it's not important at all. So right, right. No, we understand that. Um, so, <laughs> how are you feeling, uh, just in general, with the end of days being here? Asymptomatic. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> hmm. Good. Yeah, I'm jealous because I still have a lingering cough from like three three weeks ago. Well, uh, it's a good way to have people keep their distance. It's a really good way. I'm- I learned, I practiced the, the Wakanda forever salute. Like people were trying to hug me for a while and you just cross your arms in front of you and, and they'll stop. Like it's a, it's a strong way to communicate that feeling. Uh, the other way to do it is just give everybody the bird and say, fuck you. <laughs> oh, that's what I should have done at Jared's wedding. That's, that's aggressive, but I think it sets the tone. It's on brand. <laughs> I think the other thing is it's going to have other people see that and then they won't actually approach you at any point. So it'll, you know, it'll let everybody in the area know. I didn't, I didn't think we'd actually have a front row seat for, for the, the end of days like this, though. This is, this is fun. I wouldn't say it's the end of days. It's just a pause in days. It's, mm. the, it's the prologue to the end of days or the intermission to days. It's hard to say which exactly this is. But look... I mean, most of us are going to survive. Probably at least two, two of this call will survive. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if it, if it kills, you know, what, let's say 5% of the population, there's a good chance. There's a good chance even three out of the three of us will survive, although I don't think it's likely. Hmm. I'm a little more concerned but- now than I was before. Well, I'm, it's just a numbers game, buddy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just no, a numbers no, you're, game. You're right. You're right. I mean, the fact is, like, I'm young and healthy, mm-hmm. so I like my chances. But I know you guys have been doing the snack podcast, right? right so, right, right. And this, you know, say what you want about the snacks, as delicious as they are, not so good for you. I'm on hiatus from my snack podcast, so for me, it's been a steady diet of kale and quinoa mm. since. So I'm in tip-top shape. I almost killed Derek on Halloween just with sugar. He did. Well, that what, what happened? He 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 took me not to one place but to three different places to try three different snacks uh, and also multiple Halloween candies. He also had me um, go out in Halloween costume. And this particular year, uh, Tim decided to dress up like Hopper from Stranger Things, which is just kind of a gross guy in an '80s button-up shirt with a weird mustache. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was Russell from Up, so I was a Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. So we were out together snacking um, in these costumes, and it didn't particularly work out uh, aesthetically as I thought it would. I, it, I think it was a little bit more uh, offensive to people that might have seen us together than, than what we were going for. Right. But he also made I me eat I... like, like 600 uh, grams of sugar that night as well. Uh, for somebody who does, who can't quite imagine how much a gram of sugar is, how much is 600 grams? Um, it's it's quite a few um, ice cream sundaes as well as um, a Count Chocula Pazuki from BJ's. 600 oh. grams is like a full pound of sugar, right? That's like a whole bag you buy at the store. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I think. 
Okay, that, that, gives, that gives me a good sense. 600 grams sounds like a lot of sugar. It is, it is, yeah, yeah. And One, where, do, where do you guys live? Uh, we live in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a, that, that's a place, and that nice, uh, that nice dry heat, probably terrible for the virus. Yeah, hopefully. That's, that's, the, that's, that's the hope. We're counting on that, because it's all, it's all we've got to hang our hats on right now. <laughs> but when the water uh when when states start rationing water and supplies and you're out in the middle of the desert you're going to be fucked right. i mean you're you're gonna you're i i like my chances out of being one of the three one of the survivors better now that i know that you live in arizona yes yeah the between the snacks and and the eating habits in arizona i would say well and the celebrity status too right like there's a good chance you're going to get treated well before we will if, if oh, I've been I've been on an IV drip for the last three weeks. Ah. We have a service that comes around. Mm-hmm. Uh, once uh, A list, B list, C list mm-hmm. are all on the service. Uh, I'm on the D list, but I'm high on the D list, mm-hmm. so I can buy into it. So that's come why by and Han- they, they test you. That's why Hanks got tested. It's why Idris Elba tested. We're all in, we're all in the service. Right, 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 right. So, so what, they, have, they, have they tested? Have they tested you? Do they just come by and, and test all the celebrities on like a daily basis? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. No, obviously not a daily basis, but every other day, yeah. Yeah, and that's where all the kids are going. Um. Yeah. Well, look, you have. It, we're considered uh, critical infrastructure mm. because that's- without us, what happens? People get bored. Then there's civil unrest. Then there's rioting in the streets. I mean, uh, I think it's fair to say we're the real hero. The, the essential personnel. Yeah, you're the essential personnel. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, you know, we're not – look, if there's one thing celebrities don't do, it's toot our own horns. So we're not out here patting right. ourselves on the back about right. it. But, yeah, I mean that's just, that's, that's just who we are. Definitely not talking about the A-list through D-list health services. No. Right. No. Right. No, 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 no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. So that makes sense. Yeah. I don't. I don't, um, look, I, don't they, I don't even like to tell people I have health insurance. To be honest, they'll kill you for the health insurance. They'll right. kill you and assume your identity. Right. See, you understand. Of course, I get it. I feel like our chances of survival just got worse. I think you get you get killed for health insurance a lot in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you what. Uh, are your restaurants closed yet? Not yet, no. but that's coming. I feel like that's coming before the end of this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's coming. Uh, get your Mexican food in now. I mean, right. such good Mexican food where you are. Yeah. I wish we I could was at a restaurant last night. It was ill-advised, but the food was good. Yeah. I had a shrimp enchilada, a uh, honey pork tamale, and a tenderloin reno. And I, I screamed at him for being selfish. Yeah. How, my, uh, aunt, my aunt and uncle were in town. They were, they were traveling. They went to a big wedding in Palm Springs. They are of the age that they are vulnerable. They're in the 60-plus uh, age group. Um, it was a terrible idea. I shouldn't have done it, but I planned the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And was it crowded? No, it wasn't too bad. The, the restaurant was a little over half full, mm-hmm. but we had a good distance from the, from the people near us. Right, but your aunt and uncle didn't have a good distance from you, nor you from them. Right. And as we already established, I'm likely a carrier. So I didn't hug them, though. And it was difficult because <laughs> I hadn't seen them in a while. She's my godmother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You wanted to hug her well, and just cough in her face, didn't you? 
I did. I really did. Yeah. Uh, well, at least you got a good a good meal out of it, and and you know, right now it's all about good eating. It is all about good eating. Uh, and while we're on the topic, I want to go ahead and welcome those of us uh, that might be viewing and those of you that might be listening to episode 93 of Derek and Tim and Mike Eat Snacks. Derek and Tim and Mike Eat Snacks on the internet. Wait, are they viewers or no? Are they? Yeah, they're viewing. Derek, where are you even talking about listeners? Why are you even? Oh, don't start him with this. Well, they, you're yeah. embarrassing me in front of company. I'm, sorry. I'm just curious. I'm just so are they viewers or are they not viewers? No, or is that viewers. a conversation table for another time? It's 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 the same argument that we get into about whether things are snacks or not. And I think you understand that. I do. Yeah. I, do. I still think pretzels are chips, by the way. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. I've I've kind of. No, you don't tell me. You've are you banning your know. position? I don't know. I I am of two minds about this. Two minds, because the pretzel to me is in the is in is in the the broad broad category of snack, and in the less broad category of, of chip and chip related. But is it really a chip? I keep going back and forth on it. It's not a cracker. Is it is it its own category? I feel like it's its own category, but if I'm going to... Is it chips and pretzels? I, I don't go looking for the pretzel aisle. I go looking for the chips aisle because I know that's where that's the pretzels right. are going to be. That's right. But, you know, but they have these things called pretzel fins that are now blurring the line between pretzels and chips. And they don't even keep them in the chips aisle. They keep them by the bread. Don't they? No, that, I mean, no. only maybe in your weird supermarket. Yeah. Not in, not in any real grocery would keep them in the chip aisle. Right. Is right. I just I got supermarket shamed. Well, wh- I mean, I don't I just don't know what kind of grocery store you're you're frequenting. Not a good one. If they're keeping if they're keeping any pretzel product other than a pretzel roll in the bread aisle or pretzel buns. Yep, right. He's right. Yeah. Then don't, I don't they don't belong I don't there. know what kind of, I mean do, do they what else is in that bread aisle? They they want to put it over. They want to put like hummus over there. He he's he's. I feel like he's talking about like the deli section that's close to the bread aisle, right? Yeah. The, so the bread's over there. The snack cakes are over there. Um. But but then they also have like it's it's products they want to show off. It's the fancier chips and things like that that they put over there. The bagel chips are also there. Hmm. hmm. What's the brand? What what chain of supermarket is this? This is at Fry's, which is part of the Kroger chain. It's, okay. That's what we call our Kroger's here for whatever reason. Okay. We don't have uh, either Fry's or Kroger's where I live in the wilds of Connecticut. Ooh. Well, I, I don't imagine you go there anywhere. You guys have your own grocery. stores, right? What do you mean? Like your own separate, like, famous person store, similar to, like, the A through D list uh, oh, oh, oh. health services? Well, no, there's... There's celebrity food delivery and ah. grocery delivery, but there's there's not enough celebrities to keep a celebrity only grocery store in business. That's just not going to happen. Ah, that's ridiculous. But we, yeah, we we obviously have services. Yes. Yes. They don't they don't have them in L. A. What? The celebrity only grocery stores. Like there's oh, no in L. A. Where they have a concentration. Okay. No, obviously in L. A. But 
Because imagine, imagine how dangerous it would be if celebrities shopped at regular supermarkets. It would, again, it would be civil unrest. Imagine if Danny Masterson walks into a, uh, into a supermarket, the lives that could be lost. You're not wrong. I know I'm not wrong. No. I'm just, I'm having a, a moment of silence for this crisis. It's, it hasn't happened yet. It's, a, it's, a, it's an entirely made up crisis, but I still can't like, it's, I got to process it. Well, because wrapping your mind around it, real, you realize how close we are. It's this whole virus situation. It, it didn't take much for the stores to be all out of toilet paper. Right. That's right. That's why um, celebrities like myself aren't freaking out about this because we live in this. Who's that? I think that's Tim's children. That's that's my. They, they were supposed to have been kicked out of the house, and they're and they're trying to enter the house, and uh, and I apologize. Get I thought I was on mute. L out. They've closed the schools. So this is another problem. How do they feel about today's snack? Um, I don't even tell them about the snacks. I, I keep the snacks hidden until after we have picked, eaten, and rated a snack. Like they, they can't even know about what I'm going to eat. It's all part of the process. Well, the man always eats first. That's right. important. Correct. Because who's got, who's got to – you provide the food. If you don't eat, nobody eats. So you got to eat first. That's true. I also – I do most of the grocery shopping. I don't really make most of the money. I make some of the money, mm-hmm. but not, it, 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 it's a it's a drop in the bucket. It doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tim's Tim's the stay-at-home dad in this situation, even though he doesn't really stay at home. Mm-hmm. But he's the he's the trophy husband. Um, well, then you shouldn't eat first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just with the it's just with the snacks though, because we can't be affected by someone else's uh, eating of the snacks, and then. Even even looking at us, we can't like the, like the look in my daughter's eye. I know whether she enjoyed it or not, so she's already affecting my snack rating. Right, it creates a bias for you. You Correct. can't be as objective as you need to be when you're eating a snack. That makes a lot of sense. To me. Right, and that because gets- all we have as snackologists is our objectivity. All we have is our word, and so we have to create conditions where our objectivity is as pure. We're scientists in a way. We really are. And see, I, I, I try to express this to people, and, and this is one of the reasons why I'm, I'm overjoyed to have you on this podcast is because I'm glad to finally talk to somebody that really gets it, the process and how important this whole thing is. Yeah, well, I'm in the game. You're you know, you've got to be in the game to understand the game. Yeah. You're an originator, actually. You are one of the great legends of the game, and and again, we're happy to have you here. And again, I don't like to pat myself on the back, but mm-hmm. yes, that's correct. Right. So what's next? Do we just go ahead and stay inside for the next six months? Is that what's happening? Well, I know you won't stay inside for the next six months, but us normal people, is that what we're expected to do? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, that's right. I was I was sent uh, home from work today. I to- They told me to take my computer and go and, and don't come back is what they told me. Right. Well... They're, they're correct. You won't be going back anytime soon. But you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. What's the worst that happens? You get sick and you lose your house. Right. Well, the worst that happens is I'm one of the three of us that dies. That's kind of the worst that happens. Right. Right. That's okay. 
I'd be, I'd be kind of sad. Well, no, I know you would. I know Mike wouldn't be, but I yeah. mean, at least two yeah, thirds of us would go on, and that would be a higher percentage than the one third. I think Mike only predicted one third of us would make it. Oh, I think we'll, I think one. I think two thirds of us will make it. Oh, okay. Two okay. thirds of us will make it. One third. There's a one third of us would be sad, or or the remaining two thirds could be sad. It's a it's a the sadness equation is hard to calculate. Oh, I think it's easy to calculate if. I die, you guys will be sad. If either of you dies, the other, the remaining one will be sad. So I'll be indifferent. Mm. Right? Does, does yeah. that check out? Yeah. Yeah, you probably won't yeah. even know about our deaths. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Right, I think I think the sadness quotient is easily worked out. Um, yeah, one dead... In the case of, in the case of you, it's one of you guys. It's one dead, one sad, one indifferent. In the case of me, it's one dead, two sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that adds up actually. Does that check out for you, Tim? Yeah, the math turned out to be easier yeah. than I thought. I, yeah, he's right. Uh, oftentimes I, it is once you once you diagram out math on like a piece of paper. Once you start showing your work, you see how it all kind of fits together, yeah. and yeah. and it turns out that, that that you can do math if you just if you just apply yourself. Well, numbers are like music to me, you know, it, they're just a beautiful melody that I love to play in my head. Just an endless series of integers that run like the most gorgeous song ever composed. So for me, it's intuitive. I understand why you guys might not might not have the same skill set. It's art like your Subway sandwich order. Classic. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, now, I, I I was wondering if you're at all at times sad um, of Tom's disappearance. Oh, uh, well, Tom, my fellow uh, snackologist mm-hmm. in my own work, yeah. hasn't disappeared for me ah. because we, ah. we, we still communicate. But we don't do the podcast because he's been off – uh, playing the flash for the last several years. Mm-hmm. He plays the flash on the TV show, the flash on, 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 I think it's on UPN. And so it's, he's constantly running around in tights, uh, saving the world. Is that a, is that a superhero? The flash? I think it's an Asian superhero. Ah. Ah. I wouldn't know. I, I saw him in the movie, in the, in the movie with Ben Affleck. And I really liked his performance in that. I, I was well, going to bring it up. What movie? The, the superhero movie with the with Ben Affleck. Daredevil. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, he's great in that. As the Flash. Yes, as the Flash. It's, I, I believe the I believe the name of the movie in that part of the series was Daredevil and Flash. And it's and it was and it didn't do that well in the box office, although I loved it. And it was confusing for people because it was called Daredevil and Flash, but it took place in the Tango and Cash cinematic universe instead of the DC Comics cinematic universe. So people were confused. I thought it was a bold move. I thought it really worked out. And that's that's a universe, too, where where everyone has to play bad cop, worst cop. There is no good cop in that universe. Is that the same universe as Turner and Hooch? right. And yes – Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And oddly enough, also, dear Evan Hansen, 
which people are always surprised to find out because wow. a lot of crossover. Yeah, I, I am. Yeah, I am too. I didn't know that. It makes sense though when you think about some of the plot story lines; they're very similar. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense because it because it meshes together perfectly. But you, but a lot of people just don't realize it. Right. I don't know if there just isn't that much crossover in the audience or what, but yeah, it's the Deer of Hansen, Turner and Hooch, Tango and Cash, Daredevil and Flash cinematic universe. There's a lot of musical continuity between all those movies. Yep. You don't appreciate it until you start mixing up the soundtracks. You play the playlist in the correct order, and it tells its own story. <laughs> it really does. It paints a tapestry. And if you run the numbers, because music is math, as we uh, know now, it, it, it translates to pie, which is its own gorgeous snack. I love pie. Except when someone brings it for like a birthday, then it upsets me for some reason. Oh, you know, like a birthday pie. Yeah, I don't like it. I love it. Mm. I mean, I love a cake too, but if you're going to have a birthday pie, I'm not going to complain. Yeah, I get it. See, this is where I I'm, I know I'm too particular. I, I, it's a me problem. I definitely understand that. How are you on Thanksgiving? Are you a traditionalist with Thanksgiving? You have to have the same thing every oh, yeah. year? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty traditionalist when it comes to that. I have to have um, the shitty cranberry sauce that comes out of the jar, and I have right. to have my pumpkin pie with a lot of right. cream on it to actually hide the taste of the pumpkin pie because I loathe pumpkin pie. Traditionalist. That's not American. You can't, you can't hate pumpkin pie. No, I'm not, I love pumpkin pie just as long as there's a ton of whipped cream on it masking the taste of the pumpkin pie itself. What if somebody brought a Thanksgiving cake? Would you be upset in the same way that somebody mm. had a birthday pie? I've never had somebody challenge me in that way. Well, but you must have some sort of intuitive feeling for it. One yeah, or I, the other. I, I don't like it initially. You saying that makes me kind of upset. Right. Right. Okay. So, yeah, I guess I am. I guess I, I guess I would be mad if someone brought a cake. Is it, is it pumpkin cake? Oh. oh. That, right. That's what they'd make, right? Yeah, that's got it. If all right. All right. I'd, I'd play your game okay, there with the, um, with the pumpkin cake, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you're trying. I, I feel like I'm you're br- trying. I know what I'm bringing to your house. All right. But uh, in the meantime, we have a little snack that we want to go ahead and instill the per system, the pick, eat, and rate system. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And, and we're here with one of the great snackologists of all time, Michael Ian Black. So this week... The three of us are going to try Nutter Butters. Nutter Butters. Nutter Butters. I'll say it. I'm glad you did. We don't steal um, everything from you guys, just 75%. <laughs> But, but I can't announce a snack without without doing it. Right. You don't, you're not under no obligation to do it with me. But I have to do it. No, it was it was a thrill. It was a thrill to do it with you. Are you kidding me? Um, I, I try to let Derek do all the stealing so I can maintain plausible deniability. <laughs> it's my wife's a lawyer, and so I have to think of yep. these things. She oh, so that's why she makes the money, right? Yeah, yeah. She, she gives him all the good advice, and then he doesn't share that advice with me. I, legally, I can't do that either. That's I've been advised not to share that with you. Um, well, uh, I assume that the, the attorney client privilege that your wife has with her clients extends to any conversations that you and I have on a podcast. 
It, it does. It's a snackological privilege. Right. So we can you can say whatever. Hold on. Yeah. How did I get left out of this? No, you're included. Okay. Hey, just, yeah, you're included. You're included. Um, I have in my hands the one-pound family-size package of Nabisco Nutter Butter, the peanut butter lover's cookie, and then it tells me on the package, made with real peanut butter, and then it also says peanut butter sandwich cookies. So they're really driving home the point because it, it has the word peanut butter itself four times just on the front of the package. Not to mention, it also has a picture of the cookie that is shaped like a peanut. Right, which I was thinking about before the podcast and was wondering to myself, Michael, do you like that the Nutter Butter peanut butter cookie is shaped like a peanut? And the answer that I came up with was, hell yes, I like that it's shaped like a peanut. In fact, I, I demand that it be shaped like a peanut. If they didn't do it, I would take off points for them not doing it. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's why it's a superior cookie to any peanut butter sandwich cookie that tries to come along. None of them are shaped like peanuts. None of them are even trying in my book. That's right. It's shaped like the thing that it is. All food should be shaped like the thing that it is. That's why uh, uh, candy corn shaped like little corn kernels. Uh, Circus peanuts, candy circus peanuts, also also a peanut-shaped candy. If you're going to say that you're something, animal crackers, shaped like animals. Yep. If you're going to say you're something, be that thing. Goldfish crackers, shaped like goldfish. Nutter butter, peanut butter, lover's cookie, made out of peanut butter, peanut butter sandwich cookies, shaped like peanuts. I'm, I'm struggling yep. with the packaging. Michael, you're familiar with the, the, the easy open Oreo Chips Ahoy packaging. The other Nabisco cookies get this premium packaging where yep. you lift a little tab and you have this nice reclosable container. I feel like this packaging is stuck in the 80s where we have to just open up, like rip open a bag. You know, you're exactly right, and it is a problem. Uh, now, I will confess to you that I brought these home from the supermarket the other day, and I didn't open them because I knew we were doing this podcast, but somebody in my family opened them, and the way they opened them was exactly as you described. They, there's no easy closed tab. I have to worry about them getting stale, which means I have to put them in a plastic bag or something, uh, and they're going to lose points just for that. Because they should, they, you're right. They should be thinking harder about the packaging of this. Why, why do I have to rip them open to get my hands on these legume-shaped cookies? We know that they have the technology. They're just sitting on that. Right. It's at their disposal. They probably have patented that packaging, and they're just using it for their other cookies and nutter butter, which I think like they cost a lot more than an Oreo for whatever reason. This was an expensive pack of cookies relative to to these other things. Probably because of all the real real peanut butter they're putting in there. I don't know. I but don't think I need to remind you. It says on the packaging, made with real peanut butter. It's it's There's peanut butter in the cookie. They assure us. I'll yeah. tell you what doesn't sit right with me with the peanut butter, the Nutter Butter packaging. The color red. These are bright red packaging with yellow with a yellow triangle on it that says family size on, on my packaging it's the starburst colors they really don't put me in the mind of peanut butter at all i don't know what color would but red definitely does not 
Well, there is a Peter Pan peanut butter that uses these similar colors, which is not the Peter, not the colors that you would associate with Peter Pan, but they have a red and yellow peanut butter package. Yeah, for me, Peter Pan, green. Yeah. Nutter butter. I think I I think I like the nutter butter. The words nutter butter are surrounded in a cloud of blue. I think I like that color better for my overall nutter butter packaging experience. But then you're dangerously close to Oreo territory. And I think that's the problem. I think I think nutter butter is just getting the short end of the stick because all the better colors are being taken by the other cookies. I think that's exactly what's right. They're getting the short end of the stick on the colors and on the packaging. Another butter deserves better, right? It's a premium peanut butter lover's cookie. Like, we're, we're talking oh, about yeah. a different level of, of love here. We're not just talking about a sandwich cookie. We're talking about peanut butter lover's sandwich cookie. That's right. But I think we have to I'm – not, I'm not willing to say they're getting the short end of the stick until I evaluate the snack itself, which I'm – going to begin doing, I've taken in my hand a single Nutter Butter. The the package comes of Nutter Butters, each one holding about, I would say, what, 15, 20? Yeah, about 20. In the, yeah. in the one pound bag, you're getting, a, you're getting a lot of Nutter Butters, I think, for your money. Um, it is, as described, you know, shape. Texturally, it's also got kind of peanut grooves on each sandwich cookie. Which Enhanced, I love. I love that. I love that too. Uh, and there's little there's, – there's tiny little salt crystals on here too, giving a little salty with your sweet, a little savory with the sweet. Those, those are not often discussed the little salt crystals, but they're there. They're present. Yep. Yep. Well, and, and like you said, like there's a difference because even the, the, the lines on the outside are very, they're very legitimately peanut shaped lines. Like this looks like Mr. Peanut without the top hat and the monocle. It's, Mm -hmm. it's a whimsical shape. I love that fact about it. And honestly, I mean, I don't know. I think it's kind of uh, iconic in, in the way that, you would see these laying around somewhere without the packaging, and you would know exactly what these are. There would be no question about what these are. These are Nutter Butters. They look like a goddamn peanut. There's no mistaking a Nutter Butter. Truer words were ne'er uttered. I'm ready to eat grapes. I'm ready to go ahead and take a sample. And a motherfucker better never been no other rhyme in the gutter gutter see the other color me and your man secret agents we in the covers my team on scene stay clean on his other brothers talk shit get his nuts like another butter Iggy pop I'm gone bitch for a rubber bottles over here fall till I die sparkle every bottle see the glare in my eye turned over here it's the 4th of July white black Asian Latin hoes Middle Eastern time to show we run this shit gotta let them know Do you guys have specific ways that you eat Nutter Butters? I was wondering about that because everyone has a specific way of eating an Oreo, as as we know you have discussed. I don't, I don't know if Nutter Butter invites you to twist and open 
the way that an Oreo does. Nope, never done that once in my life with another butter. Not once. A hundred percent agree. The Nutter Butter is a cookie meant to be consumed as a cookie. The Twix bar, you can dismantle. The Kit Kat, yep. you can dismantle. The Oreo can be deconstructed. The Nutter Butter demands to be eaten uh, exactly as it was intended. Moreover, I think the mouth is intended to go over the hip line of the Nutter Butter. Yes. You don't take a dainty yep. bite. Nope. You go right for the hip line. It's a two-bite cookie. I agree. And I'm going to take my first bite right now. Hmm. I will say about peanut butter cookies is they always have a certain amount of grittiness to them. Mm-hmm. Right? But I do like that Nutter Butter minimalizes that. Like it's still a kind of a smooth, easy to eat cookie, even though that grittiness is still there from the peanut butter. Yeah, there is grit, and it, it feels to me like almost like sugar grit. Yeah, more more than peanut grit. I'm trying to decide. Like I haven't had a nutter butter in quite a while, and I'm trying to decide how I feel about it. On one hand, it's very uh, it's it's very peanut butter. It, it does not let you down when it comes to the amount of times it says peanut butter on the outside of the package. Mm-hmm. It's more dry than I would have expected. It's closer, Derek, to the peanut butter that I like the 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 natural stir it yourself, oh, you know, God. no sugar added, uh, yeah. you know, no palm oil peanut butter, uh, as opposed to the peanut butter you like, which is all all whipped up with with sugar and. Uh-huh. The hydrogenated oils and stuff like that. It's called normal person's peanut butter, Tim. It's called normal person's peanut butter. But should it be normal? Oh. Should we have normalized that? Well, oh. th- look, there's. I would. I would say there's two classes of peanut butter. The peanut butter, and there's the George Washington Carver peanut butter. Both have their merit. The modern peanut butter, which is which is, I will say, Derek, my preferred peanut butter because I grew up with it, is sweeter, hydrogenated. Whipped, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it either smooth or crunchy. But Same. the George Washington Same. Carver peanut butter, the classic peanut butter, feels healthier because it doesn't have all the crap in it. But I don't think it tastes as good. It's harder to spread. It gets all weird in the fridge. And it's all weird. Put your finger on it. It's all weird. Because of the stirring, and then you you end up. I don't like that oil on top, even though I know that it's supposed to be like that. It creeps me out. Yeah, you can tell me it's supposed to be there all you want. It doesn't mean I'm comfortable with it. I'm not comfortable with it. No, it's fine. Stir it in every time. I don't want to stir it in every time. And even all of it, it doesn't it doesn't work out the way it should. Because the peanut butter on top, you guys are right, that the, the peanut butter on top, you're going to stir it in, it's going to be more liquid than when you get down to the bottom of that jar, that oil is going to be used up. You can never really mix it as evenly as you should. Mm-hmm. Um, they charge more money for the GWC peanut butter, but they're making me do the work. It's like going to a dude ranch. It's like going to a dude ranch where I'm out there bailing hay and milking cows 
and bucking Broncos, and I'm paying through the nose for the privilege. That's what the GWCPB is to me. $300 a night. Yep. No thanks. Nope. I'd, I'd rather stay at the cheaper Best Western and hang out by the indoor pool all day and eat uh, grilled cheese sandwiches for, for one-eighth of the cost. I'll and have not, a more relaxing vacation. And not milk cows. Right. Right. So. Yeah, you're right. I'll, I'll stay at the Best Western, too. As far as the Nutter Butter goes, I had one, and I kind of enjoyed it, but I sort of feel like that's enough Nutter Butter for me. Is that crazy? No. No, I have a very similar feeling. Like, yes, that was good. Do you want another? No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I've had all the Nutter really. Butter I can take. Yeah. That, see, this is the thing about a cookie. A cookie should leave you wanting more, and the second cookie should leave you wanting a third. Are cookies that even when you've eaten yourself sick from them, you still want more cookies. The nutter butter is, for whatever reason, missing that crucial component of its cookiness. I don't know. I I couldn't tell you why, because it is an enjoyable cookie. It would be like if you picked up a bag of potato chips and ate one potato chip and was like, yeah, I'm satisfied. That's good. It just doesn't happen. That's right. So there's something inherently flawed with the Nutter Butter. And I couldn't tell you what it is. Is it is it the grit? Maybe. Is it a little too. Is it too much work in a way? Is it does it does it just require too many senses is it like a, is it like a, a Strindberg symphony, a twelve tone symphony where you listen to it once and you're like, okay, I get it, like it's got everything in it, but I don't want to hear that ever again. Yeah, it's it's Is also the, it's also the peanut butter on peanut butter on peanut butter, right? Like I like hamburgers, but I don't want a hamburger that's topped with hamburgers with hamburger buns. I uh, that's that's, that's not a hamburger. Because what you've got here. Three components, two sandwich cookies and peanut butter, but the sandwich cookies themselves are also peanut butter flavored. So, so yeah, your analogy is apt. It's like a hamburger surrounded by hamburger. You're only going to want one of those. It might be delicious, but you're only going to want one. Not a terrible cookie. Not at all. Not at all. I still like the whimsical shape very much so. The whimsical shape to me is the superstructure upon which the Nutter Butter is built. And everything surrounding the superstructure, to me, isn't nearly as strong. But the superstructure itself, solid. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Are we ready to rate? I am. I am, Tim. You know, I'm never ready to rate. Yeah, I know you're not. It's it's this is yeah. it's always a difficult thing for Tim. He always has a hard time because he feels like it means so much to these companies to hear what we have to say. Like people are waiting, they're deciding on whether or not they go out and they spend the six dollars on the pound of nutter butter cookies. Uh, I am going to factor in a lot of things we talked about here, uh, the highs and the lows. It, it leaves me all over the place. I'm bouncing back and forth between the fact that I completely agree with you on how filled I am with Nutter Butter and how I do not want any more. Uh, but I also enjoyed the experience and I thought that they were faithful to the thing that they were trying to do. 
Uh, I do want to deduct a single point for the packaging, so I think that leaves me at a six. So that's we're we're in a similar place. I can't deduct a full point for the packaging. To me, packaging is important, but and and the lack of the pull tab on the on the packaging is important. The color scheme to me is important, but all of it together in the grand scheme of things compared to the overall experience of eating the cookie isn't that important. I can only deduct half a point for the packaging, but I'm adding two points and texture of the sandwich cookie itself. I end up, after considering taste, texture, packaging, overall eating experience, lack of uh, uh, continuity, which I'm describing as the desire to eat more after the initial experience. When When I calculate all of that, and as you know, numbers for me are like music, I arrive at the song 5.5. Drink, I guess Craig. I have to, yeah, it's, it's not, is Craig going to have to drink another drink now if, uh, yes. well, I, I, I don't want to spoil anything. One of our listeners, uh, we require him to drink, or he, I think he made it a, a point that he needs to drink every time we're a half a point off because it happens so frequently. So um, basically he's listening now and we know that now he has to drink, but he's probably going to have to drink twice because Tim always does this. He always piggybacks off my rating. Go ahead, Tim. As, first of all, I, I resent the the fact that you would suggest that I piggyback off your rating. Mm-hmm. And second of all, I resent the fact that you would think that I take what these companies think into account. I don't care what Mondelez International, well, owner of Nabisco, thinks mm-hmm. of my snack rating. No, you're right. But also, I, I, I'm almost embarrassed at this point because I've eaten four Nutter Butters. Not necessarily because the Nutter Butter was was urging me forward to eat more cookies. Just yeah, just because I'm putting in work, mm-hmm. um, you know. It's 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 everybody thinks it's just we're oh let's eat a snack. But we, we we've been over this a thousand times. It's um it's a process. It's uh it's it's work. And now the Nutter Butter has left me feeling like I need a glass of milk. I feel like the 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 Aaron Burr guy in the Got Milk commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just because this, this dry, gross, too much peanut butter feeling is just hanging on to me. Um, and, and taking all other things into account, um, I'm, I'm still, I'm still left with the fact that, that, oh, I love, mm, I love the idea of Nutter Butter and the experience of it was not, was not close to what, what I had in my head of what this cookie was going to be. Yep. Um, and so I'm stuck rating the Nutterberry cookie as I as I run to the fridge for like an emergency milk. Um, if, if we even have any in this apocalypse, the grocery stores are out of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've got to rate the Nutter Butter a six. See all that waffling Sorry. just to just to piggyback off my rating. Uh, hey. I, I really thought you were going to go lower. I felt like he was too, but he also ate four of them. So I don't know. Sometimes around cookie three is when it starts telling you the truth. (laughs) So we land, we all landed in roughly the same place with the Nutter Butter. Yes. Uh, Which I think, which I think makes 
makes it apparent to people that this isn't some this isn't this isn't some grab bag of uh, of pseudo when you've got different snackologists on different coasts who have never even met using the same criteria running the same tests and being as objective as they can they arrive at a similar conclusion uh, because it's it's a legitimate field of research and I guess what I'm saying here is I need funding oh did we like from us do we have to pay you for this I thought we had agreed that you were going to pay me oh, for this okay I thought I, I thought it was just you just kind of making an appeal for people to like vote for leaders who would provide government funding to the field of snackology. Oh, no, no. I'm just literally asking you for money. Okay. Well, the rating is what it is. So, I mean, you're right about that. And we'll definitely um, get you something soon. Uh, okay, great. I, I, I'll see you guys next week. See you next week. See you next week. Oh, and we do this little thing at the end where we always add on uh, a fun little quip where we say, fuck Nazis. Okay. Fuck Nazis. Fuck Nazis.